Hey guys, yep, you know who it is. I am back, and today I want to have a special day and celebrate World Autism Awareness Day. It is very special and dear to my heart for many reasons. So, once again, as you guys know, I am Mystery Rose, and this is Mystery Rose Vince, and I want to just vibe out with you, talk a little bit, share a little bit, and I also want to hear from you when you guys leave me those very, very important and interesting messages. So, I am going to just take a little break, then I'm going to get back, and we're going to get into the topic today. And of course, I will be talking about the Autism Spectrum Disorder because it is Autism Awareness Day, World Autism Awareness Day. I'll be back. Hey guys, I am back. And like I said, today is World Autism Awareness Day. But I also want to let you guys know that yesterday, April 1st, was also the start of Autism Awareness Month. So not only is it Autism Awareness Day, it is also Autism Awareness Month. So April is a very special month. And for today, I lighted up blue. Now, lighting up blue is meaning that you wear it blue, you share, you know, it's just the concept that the color blue has been used to signify um, a tribute and honor and support of autism. Lighting up blue shows your support for autism. Now, the month is um, spent by sharing awareness and also sharing stories. And as for me, you guys know, I love to share experiences. So that's what I will be doing this month. And it is also a time, if you have it, to donate to various causes that support autism. Now, I support Autism Speaks. And I also support other organizations that help individuals with autism. Now, autism um, affects many people from different walks of life in various countries all over the world it affects people from different demographics different cultural backgrounds so this is something that affects everyone and is important to support each other respect each other share awareness and also educate yourself because educating yourself and educating others is the way to you know increase understanding and also increase people that are more sympathetic and are aware of what the autism spectrum disorder or just autism, whichever way you refer to it, you know, is basically understood is the awareness. So as for me, like I said, I don't dictate anything to anyone. Like I always say with every topic, everything that i you know, discuss. I'm not here to dictate anyone, dictate anything to anyone, I should say. And I'm not here to basically um, impose or just 
you know, give my opinion or state a fact of something that someone should do. I'm only here to share from my own personal experience and also when others leave me messages or they give me a story and they give me the okay to share it. So I stated in the beginning that this is so important to me and the reason why is I have a child, a young adult now that has autism. I share a couple of the issues that I have dealt with with many people throughout my life. And I also shared, and I believe I did in a couple of my episodes for this um, podcast, Materials Vents, that I was a young teen mother. So I got pregnant at the age of 16, and I had my son at 17. And um, maybe about when he was a year and a couple of months, I knew something was wrong. I actually knew um, before he was one that something was going on, but um, he hit all his milestones that were supposed to be hit up until 18 months, so it wasn't really alarming. It was just something that was a little bit off as for the way he gave me eye contact, but he was a very happy baby. He played. He crawled, you know, very early, like when he was supposed to. He walked. He actually had some, um, you know, emerging verbal language when he should. And like I said, around 18 months, everything changed. Now, I know there are a lot of people that feel like that's around the time that you get certain shots. That is why some people believe that that is a link to the cause of autism. Now, as of right now, it's actually not um, a set in stone that that is a cause and no one really knows exactly the reason behind autism. And it affects everyone. Every individual affects them differently. Everyone has different triggers Everyone has different things that causes sensory overload. And you can't really say, oh, because this happened to this person, that's why this is happening to the other person. So like I said, I have dedicated my life with learning more from, you know, having a child with autism. And it was a beautiful, overwhelming sometimes a very sad but sometimes very happy experience and this day is not about that so another time I think I will revisit a topic pertaining to you know living with autism or having a child with autism sharing my experience sharing how it was to um go through the different stages of growth from you know being having a child to having a young adult to having you know going also let me go one in between having a teenager and now an adult because my son is now wow (laughs) makes me feel old he's now 
26 years old so I went through a couple stages with him I won't say I'm an expert at anything I won't say that I know it all I definitely don't I definitely don't because as anyone with autism that because there are people that are very verbal with autism ASD autism spectrum disorder and they are able to express themselves and explain to you what their experience is and also for people that are not as verbal their parents can explain to you the um how how it is so I basically like I said will probably visit this topic in a different area but today is about celebrating and I will tell you that (laughs) it's a lot and you go through different things at each milestone each age um period and um today I just want to say that I commend all the parents out there with children young adults daughters sons with autism I commend all the family members that truly support these parents these individuals with autism autism spectrum disorder for the simple fact that it takes a community to help each other with this disorder all the people that help the individuals with ASD because the numbers have grown from in and you know when it became prevalent I don't know if it grew because more people are you know acquiring autism getting autism or is it that more people are getting diagnosed but for whatever the reason is the numbers have grown so you have an aging population of people that are going to need the support and understanding of others to help them and for them to help each other and for them to help themselves you know dealing with the autism spectrum disorder and that's the reality of it so like I said today's a celebration because I have seen people really step it up because it was hard in the beginning and I'm gonna like I said I keep edging to talk about that but today is not the day to get into that but I will tell you that it is hard and it is overwhelming so I just want to just celebrate and like I said and just to educate people that it is important it is important I'm telling you I keep going back to Autism Speaks because they helped me to help myself and also to help others understand so you guys should definitely go to Autism Speaks and click on their links because it's different things um it would allow you to learn and read exactly what autism spectrum disorder is sometimes you might hear asd which is just the acronym for autism spectrum disorder or you might just hear autism but it is good to just go there click the links and get more information you can also get information about how you can help in your community a good way is to like google autism organizations and google local organizations and see how you can help out 
So I'm going to take a little break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to just talk a little bit about how I have played my part and how I have paid it forward to help the community and also just to thank a couple people and also just to as well I'm going to end it off by celebrating my son because I'm telling you even though it's hard and like I said we have went through a lot and are going to go through more because different life um stages we will go through stuff I just want to celebrate and commend him because he has just really 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 surprised me and has really impressed me and has really helped me and educated me a lot so I'm gonna take a break and I'll be back yep 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 hey guys I am back so I just want to say that (laughs) I said I wanted to do a couple things. I wanted to just talk about how I have paid it forward and also how others have, you know, helped me out. So I'll just say that um, I'm definitely, I keep saying it, I'm definitely, because some people might be like, why isn't she talking about something different on this day because this is what I expect like I said this is autism awareness month as well as today is autism awareness day so today is just a celebration and just to do something you know for the cause but I will definitely be visiting a topic that provides more information in a different um aspect on you know, autism awareness. So for today, I want to just talk about the fact um, how the community and how others have helped and how I have paid it forward. So let's start off by just saying, I did say that, you know, there were a lot of people that helped out and I do thank them. I just want to just take the time real quick to say, I thank all the professionals, all the different people that have provided guidance to myself, my son, my family, and also just helped to just, you know, really, really, you know, help us and just help us, support us, guide us, and all of that. And also, I had another son four years after I had um, my son with autism. And my younger son, he grew up with him so He was born, and by the time he was born, my son was already diagnosed, partially, I should say, because back then, they did not really like to give the diagnosis of autism until they were about five years old. He had a diagnosis of like, um, I forgot exactly, it was like um, delayed, it was like developmental. I don't know why (laughs) I had a tongue twister basically it was developmentally delayed and that's what he was diagnosed with until he you know went through everything um all the testing all the various um treatments therapies and then they said you know this is what it is but they did tell me before it was actually put in paperwork you know 
for them to get certain services, they did tell me that it was a potential that he did seem to have what was called autism, just plain autism around that time. You know, now they've made it autism spectrum disorder because back then, like when my son was diagnosed with autism, there were people also that were, you know, um, considered having Asperger's. They weren't really um, a full spectrum autism but like I said, I keep going in that area. But this is just the background, so I'm telling you. So let's get into how I want to celebrate. So I want to celebrate the young adults with autism. Because when a person ages out of like high school, normally it's around right before their 22nd birthday. Because they graduate high school and then they're put in most states they put into they're put into a transitional um, high school or transitional program and it's basically to help them you know guide them through that they're now leaving high school to the next part of their life where they enter into either some type of vocational program or some people go into residential because a lot of people might have parents that are aging. And when they're aging, you know, they're getting older and they can't help the um, child. They're just not physically able to deal with what comes with having a young adult with autism or they just feel like it might be a better environment for them. And back when I was younger, I never really understood it because I'm like, why would someone put someone in a residential program if they can you know physically help them or if there's nothing wrong with them and I'm kind of understanding why a little bit I have not made any decision to go that route and I don't think I will but I understand why and the reason being is that when they age out as they call it they finish that transitional program there's basically nothing for most young adults with ASD to do with autism if they are not like they don't gain a skill from the vocational school and I will say that when I say gain a skill gain a skill and are able to work independently and do a lot independently because there are a lot of individuals with ASD that do complete programs they get certificates but because of other challenges they can't really be on their own independently there are a lot of supportive employments and I did um you know attempt to put my son in various programs and um the pandemic hit so at this point what he was doing is on a standstill and that's another story but I will say that there are young adults that started a group that supported each other and I'm telling you that group was like the best thing ever and I want to celebrate them like I said I commend the transitional programs I commend the supportive employment and the things they try to help these young adults to do once they age out but I feel like some of the programs kind of hold them back and like I said 
I always say I do not dictate anything for anyone. And these are just my opinions. For me, in my opinion, in my experience, I feel like a lot of those programs hold them back. And I feel like a lot of them sometimes are just a place for, you know, them to go to just pass time. And then they're not really you know, getting anything to improve their quality of life the way that it should be, you know, and then, you know, they might stop being there and then there's nothing for them to transfer to another place. If say like you move to another state or just say like that program closes out, it's like they're shut down and a lot of people end up doing nothing. And that's what I don't agree with. Like I said, there are very high functioning people with autism. When I say high functioning, it doesn't mean that they're verbal, that they're completely verbal. And that's what it is, because there's a lot of people that are verbal with autism and people might look at them like, what is wrong with you? Because um, they have other um, sensory issues or other things that kind of make them can't just fully be out on their own. And I know I'm not going to go in depth with this because like I said, this is celebration. So I'm going to get back on track. So like I said, with this supportive group that the young adults with autism have started for themselves, the reason why I just want to celebrate them because I think it was a great idea. And where I live, there are groups all over and they're great. Where I live, this group I'm specifically talking about is a young adult. He started it because of the issues that I was saying and he felt like he needed to start this group to give them a social life not a place not to have something other than when they go to a place to pass time or a place where people might allow them to be there but they just feel like they're being treated different or they're just not happy their quality of life is just not great for themselves the way they feel about themselves so They started this group as a way to support each other, um, whether they're high function on the spectrum or moderate function on the spectrum and low function on the spectrum, as long as they're able to be there with some support. Now, if there's other issues where there's severe aggression and stuff, you know, they, they might not be able to be a part of that group, but what they did was by them starting the group they started, there's other subgroups that branched off off of it. So the group they started, I really loved it. And I want to celebrate them because they don't know what it did for my son. He was able to go out, socialize, and be with other young people like himself. He's more moderate, I would say. At one point, I said my son was completely high functioning and like I said I will always keep it real and I will always share opinion and I will always not sugarcoat anything and like I said I don't dictate anything for anyone he's not low low on the spectrum and he's not high functioning on his paperwork it says high function but I'm gonna tell you he's moderate so by being moderate he still needs a minimal support There's a lot he can completely do on his own, but he still needs support. So the the young people that I said started a group, the main person, he's high functioning, very high functioning. And he started this group and they were able to like have certain little parties, go out different places. And the concept he did, he made sure they went to 
different places, not just like going out to eat and that's it. They had bowling, they had just different nights, and they're young adults. These are all individuals between the ages of 22 and up. But there were some parents that wrote that wanted their high schoolers to be a part of the group. And it wasn't a large group of high schoolers, but they were able to join. And most of the high functioning individuals that are like now 30 and whatever, there was one individual, everyone was like 30 and below. One individual was like 44 and a lot of the individuals were happy to talk to him because they were able to gain insight because he's very verbal and he was able to explain certain things that was going on with him. And he was also a young man that his parents were not around anymore. So it also kind of gave me insight. And the reason why I said it gave me insight and I want to celebrate and I'm going to talk about them is because certain, you know, the way he did his group, he said he didn't want to feel clustered and he did not want the main person I'm talking about. And he did not want it to be where it was about the parents, because a lot of the groups, they say it's for the young adults or the children with autism, but it's mainly like a way for the parents to get together. They talk about the issues, which is good because parent groups are good, but then it wasn't really about the kids. And again, the kids didn't have something of their own. And they didn't feel like their quality of life was being improved by the group. So the way he did it was if it was individuals that needed to have support, he picked places that were large enough that we could be off in a group, but be there to support our kids or be there if there was some type of need for us. But they were out on their own. If they were bowling or they were having dinner, they were having some type of party, they were there on their own being young adults, like how young adults would be, but we're there on site to help them. So it gave them like a real, real huge sense of independence. And to see some individuals where a lot of people kind of like restrict them, be themselves is great to see because you get to see like certain things that they're interested in or certain things they would do if you really weren't around And some people just really flourish from it. Some people, like I said, initially it was hard. They did not like it, you know, because of something new. And they were like, it's time to go. I want to go. But as time went on and they were able to see and watch other individuals go through, you know, the different experiences, different stages of, you know, anxiety, because a lot of individuals ASD also have anxiety, Um, so they were able to watch and see others and see that it's okay. Slowly, but surely you saw that they would stay longer. Now the pandemic hit and it's a standstill on the group. You know what I'm saying? Because of obvious reasons, we have to social distance and we also have to protect the population. And we also just got to make sure everyone just feels safe to also get together again. A lot of people, you know, whether they're choosing to vaccinate or not, that is another issue. So right now it's just about safety. But one thing I will say that they started, which um, some parents have not participated in because I haven't, I will admit, I haven't yet, is a Zoom concept trying to make, and that was just recent. They decided to do that because 
it became overwhelming for certain people because they weren't able to get together anymore. So they did a Zoom concept. I think it has been going on maybe for the past two months, I will say. And the reason I said two months, because normally the group we met like um, three times a month and then it kind of increased. And then right as the frequency increased is when the pandemic kind of hit. So it was like nothing for a while. So I want to celebrate them because like I said, they really, really tried because to really try to do a Zoom concept to keep that social aspect going is really something that I have to commend. And I just want to say, do not underestimate these individuals. Do not underestimate them, help them to flourish and help them to really, really be themselves. And I just want to touch into this. I want to say that I did my best to try to pay it forward. Now, I thought I was going to add that right here, but I think I'm just going to leave it straight to be about the individuals with autism. And I will discuss how I paid it forward a little bit because I do not want this to be about me. I'm going to discuss it a little bit and then I'm going to celebrate my son And I'm probably just going to leave it right there (laughs) and then close it out. And like I said, don't worry, guys, I am going to revisit this topic because it is Autism Awareness Month. So, of course, of course, I'm going to do another episode. (laughs) So I'm going to take another break and I'll be back. Hey guys, so I'm back and like I said, this episode, I just did not want it to be anything about me really. I mean, the topic does have to do with me because I am a parent with a young adult with autism. But like I said, I just want to be about Autism Awareness Day. This is World Autism Awareness Day on April 2nd and it is Autism Awareness Month so of course I will revisit various topics and share more about my experience before the month is over so I just want to just say how I have paid it forward is I have dedicated my life to learning more, educating more, supporting more, and just really, really committing to the cause of autism. When I was younger, I decided I wanted to do nursing, and I always thought that's what I would do. But I ended up having a child as a teenager. I ended up, you know, learning after a couple of years that he did have autism and I had a rough time in the early years and then I started meeting different professionals that provided services and they really impressed me and they really just influenced me to where I wanted to learn more. I started on the path of trying to become a speech pathologist because I was just amazed at how they helped my son 
to develop a way of communicating with myself because he was nonverbal for a while. Like I said, initially 18 months, he did have some minimal language and then it just disappeared. And at one point I was told he would not talk at all. They started teaching him um, some sign languages. Back then they did do sign, but it was just like, um, you know, saying more, please, certain things like that. And then they used pecs, which was um, pictures, a way of communicating with pictures. So um, that was the route they were going. And then he started having speech um, through, you know, getting regular speech therapy. So I want to commend them. Like I said, this is not an in-depth thing. So I'm going to kind of get off that you know, part of it, but I just wanted to give a little bit of background. So from that experience, I started that route and I was went to school. I actually graduated um, with my bachelor's onto the process of becoming a speech pathologist. And during the course of um, my studies, I had, you know, I would share my personal life and my personal experience with the professors and they were impressed some people appalled at the fact that you know I had a child so young and of my situation and like I said I didn't let anything deter me when people were appalled I didn't let thing anything go to my head when people were impressed but I met one person that took an interest and I could tell it was a genuine interest and they pulled me to the side and told me I know this is what you want to do and this is very helpful but I know your circumstance, I know your situation, and I know the future of the way this field is going, and this is what you need to do. And they informed me of a direction I needed to go, and I made a switch, and I got off the path of becoming a speech pathologist to do what I am doing now and what was best, you know, for me, how to help the community, and how to help myself, and how to help my son and help others with ASD, <clears throat> with autism spectrum disorder. I'm sorry, I had to clear my throat. But I thank him. Like I told myself, uh, when I'm completely done with what I'm trying to do, I'm definitely, I hope he's still around. I'm gonna try to find this professor this mentor that had pulled me to the side and just thank him because he really, really, really knew what he was talking about. I mean, this was a very long time ago and it's almost been 20 years. I can't believe it's been that long. Wow, that's crazy to think that it's almost been 20 years and when he told me this I'm trying to tell you this when he told me this I'm looking at myself and my situation like there is no way I'm gonna be able to do nothing because because he knew my circumstance like I said I did get my bachelor's I did graduate but because of the path I needed to take to be a speech pathologist I just didn't have the funding I just didn't have the support and he could see that from then and I of course, I got um, employment with uh, what I had, having a bachelor's in that area, I was able to, but in order to become a full 
SLP, a speech language pathologist, you need to have a master's. And then you need to have certain things that you are doing. You need to commit certain hours to certain things. So I commend him. You know what I'm saying? But I am paying it forward. I decided to just really, really be a professional in the field. And that's how I paid it forward. I've decided to be a professional in a field that helps individuals with autism. So that's what I'm still in the process of finishing up. And <laughs> when I do finish, believe me, you guys will be the first to know. And I will share on that journey, share that path, and share what exactly is going on. So that's how I want to say how I paid it forward. Now, I also pay, pay it forward by being a parent advocate, by sharing my story and also helping others that have children with autism. And also, I know it might seem kind of like, I don't know if you want to say bias or whatever it is. I tend to kind of stare <laughs> close to individuals like myself, like young mothers, Young mothers that people throw to the side, people look at like they are not gonna make it because they don't have all the resources or they're young or they're just seen as like, you know, that they made bad choices. I stare, I kind of try to like help them to let them know like this that you're going through is an end to it. You are going to make it. You are going to be able to get out of the situation that you're in. And you are going to be able to get through. And things will get better, not only for yourself. Things will get better for your child. And don't think because your child has autism that they're not going to accomplish a lot. And that they're not going to surprise you. And that they're not going to go on to do great things in life. So that's how I pay it for by being a parent advocate and I also pay it for by by also I'm stumbling my words again I am kind of tired because I was doing a little bit of writing and stuff earlier but I also pay it for by also being an advocate for the individuals with autism because as they get older people seem to forget about them in some type of ways so I'm trying to think of different programs and different resources that can be started and I try to give my opinion and share my experience and try to educate others that have the funding have the resources to start certain programs on what the community needs and help them to try to let that happen help them try to help the individuals in every aspect, not just in socialization, also with housing, also with learning certain skills, basic skills that I feel like should have been taught in some of these programs and some of these transitional programs, some of these high school programs, different basic things that should have been taught, but it just wasn't, or maybe the effort wasn't put into helping the individual stay on task with it. I'm not really sure where, who dropped the ball or what happened, but basically to fill that gap of what is missing. Because some people also feel like once a person reaches a certain age, 
they won't be able to learn anymore and that services shouldn't be provided. I advocate for ongoing services. So I'm not going to go. <laughs> I keep trying. I I am very passionate about this. <laughs> I'm just very passionate <laughs> about this community. I feel like crying. But you can tell I'm very passionate. So I'm kind of always getting a little bit off topic. The point is, I try to pay it forward professionally, privately, in some type of way. I also pay it forward by helping my son because I'm an adult. He's a young adult. We kind of <laughs> grew up together in, in in kind of a way when I look at it now. I had him as 16. No, I got pregnant at 16. I had him at 17. So... I learned a lot through the years of me getting older and also him getting older. And what I try to do is, even though, like I said, he needs me to support him in a lot of various aspects of his life, I try to treat him with respect. I try to let him be as independent as possible. And I also try to help him so much. And I do understand Oh my god. Sorry so much for anyone out there that are religious. You might say I'm taking the Lord's name in vain. But you know, I use that expression sometimes when I'm just overwhelmed. But I try to just understand cuz you'll understand when I let it out. I try to understand that I'm not going to be here forever. And there's going to be a point that I'm not here anymore. And he's going to be, I won't say alone because he does have a younger brother. But, you know, I worry about when I'm not here. And then what if something happens to his brother? Is he going to be okay? And this is why I said I want to celebrate him and talk about how he has impressed me and helped me. As you guys know that all listen to me, that all follow me and listen to my episodes, I have epilepsy. It's something that I wasn't born with, but I developed at a young age, young compared to the age I am now, Um, and it didn't get fully diagnosed until later on because it was getting misdiagnosed, getting looked over. The point is, I have epilepsy, and I have grandma seizures where I completely lose consciousness. And my son has commended me because when my younger son went to college, he helped me. He would be able to reach out and call and let someone know that something happened the only thing, though, is that he didn't fully understand the full scope. <laughs> and sometimes he would say that I'm sleeping. <laughs> and someone might say, are you sure she's sleeping? Especially at first when it would happen and I would um, lose, you know, my lose consciousness. And I was on the phone because that happened a couple times. And someone would call back like, are you sure she's sleeping? Because I was just talking to her. 
But from going through the different experiences, he learned to know, like, you know, mom had a seizure. This is what happened. That's what happened. Call gets help to say what, you know, that I needed help. But I'm happy now that my epilepsy has gotten under control and I take a medication and I am now aware because the great thing is that I have, I know you're like great, but it's not, but it's great for me because I have auras. I have auras, so I do get about a five minute warning. So I know to seek help or call someone if I'm going to have a full on grandma seizure. And I also want to commend him. I just want to do that personal note for how he commended me because I didn't know how he would even handle if that occurred, and it did. My younger son decided to come home, which I kind of was a little disappointed, but it's his choice. Um, So he's not away at school anymore. So we're all together, and um, he's there looking out for me as well. But my son with autism has also impressed me because he is extremely independent in many parts of his life that I never thought or saw when I was younger that it was even possible. And he is. So I commend him. He does so much that I never, ever, ever, ever thought was possible and a lot of times when he was younger another thing that bothered me was I could tell when he did not agree with certain things or he was unhappy but because I was so young people were telling me that he didn't understand and I was wrong and I needed to do this or I needed to do that and then now that he's able to express himself he says like I don't want to do that or no or this is what happened and people start realizing like wow you were right he never liked that wow you were right he was trying to communicate because when he first started trying to really like use words they were telling me that I was wrong that he wasn't gonna talk that there were nonsense words but no, it was emergent language. It was emergent language, like how a baby, a toddler has emergent language, but it sounded different because he was a little bit older when his emergent language started to come out. And the point of me, you might think I'm rambling. No, it's no point. I mean, it is a point. It's, but I'm saying that when you might say it's no point of me ram- rambling on, because I already stated that he could talk and that he's verbal and that he communicates and he's able to express his wants and his needs. But the reason why I revisited this area is because, once again, I get back to that aging out. When he aged out at 22, um, there were certain things that he couldn't get anymore, certain services, and actually prior to him aging out in high school they felt like there was no more point in getting speech therapy there was no more point in getting certain services because whatever he acquired at that point that's what it was 
and there was nothing more that was going to happen because as you get older, your brain starts to slow down and certain parts of learning will not happen. But that's not true. With my experience, I will say, like I said, I don't dictate and I don't tell anyone what they should do. And I'm not trying to argue with anyone's facts because like I said, every individual is different and everything is different. And that's why research is done to study things and, you know, gather um, information on everything before you could say this is a fact or this is not a fact. So like I said, this is my experience. From my experience, since he has aged out and been, you know, home with me a lot, I have seen an increase in his language skills, his communication skills by about, and you might say that's like crazy, by like 60%, 60, 60, And that's crazy in the amount of time because you got to say he just like his birthday just passed. So he just turned 26. So in the pace, in the space, I should say of two and a half years, it increased tremendously because he did communicate. As I said, he had language, but he was saying certain things that it was more of repeating he didn't fully understand the scope of certain things he was saying and certain things that I felt like the concept should have been there from what was being told and what was in his reports and my meetings were kind of wow I'll just get into that another time but I did always advocate for him and advocate for myself and also you know let them know if I didn't agree with something and shared my opinion like I said they are the professionals they are the ones that are in charge of coming up with the plans that are put in place for him to succeed so I respect them but I did share my opinion and like I said when you have a large group or you're dealing with a lot of different individuals not everything will be addressed So I do commend them for what they have done and how they have helped me because until I gained more understanding and gained more experience, I didn't know exactly what needed to be done and what should be done. But because of my experience of dealing with my son on a day-to-day basis, you know, I was able to help him to get to a certain point in his life where he needed to be and get him the resources and the tools he needed and just from being with him more time because he aged out of the stuff that he could do and also the almost two years that we've been in the pandemic so you could say from the age of 24 because that's what I said in two years he gained a lot of language at 24 he was gonna you know be involved in the socialization group more and also be doing a lot of the supportive employment and supportive things that were out there for him that was put on a standstill so it was more of myself his brother 
and the resources that we found to help. And he's impressed me. He has impressed me so much because, like I said, you would think it would just like go backwards and kind of deteriorate. It didn't. The improvements that were made did not deteriorate. It improved, like I said. It's about like 60% because he made sure he kept asking questions. He did his best to stay very active and he wanted to learn more. He's eager to learn. And that's what I'm saying. Even if a person's not verbal, like you feel they should be, or even if they're nonverbal, believe me. They are eager to learn, and you just got to look at the signs and get them the tools they need. So I just want to celebrate him. Like I said, he has impressed me so, 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 so much, so much. And I feel like he's just given himself more to strive for, and he's given me more to strive for, and he's given me more of like a motivation to even deal with my um issue that I have with my epilepsy he's giving me like you could do it you know what I'm saying you could do anything that you put your mind to anything is possible so I just want to commend him because he's inspirational he's an inspirational young man I just want to commend him for that and I just want to commend all the inspirational individuals that are out there with autism you guys i'm lighting up blue for you today it's your day today and i just want to give you a round of applause and i just want to say to all the parents out there i commend you you guys are superstars you put on your cape and you get that job done and all the professionals you guys chose a path And I'm telling you, the ones that are passionate, ones that are passionate about the cause that truly, truly, truly really want to help, I commend you guys. And I thank you for choosing that path because I know it's not easy. I know that. I know that from a professional standpoint and a personal standpoint. I know that it is not easy. And I'm going to commend everyone and the individuals with autism, I know that it is not easy. I listen to your expressions. I listen to your stories. I know it's not easy. I know you're misunderstood. I know that you are looked over. I know that there's so much more to do. And I am going to be here. I am going to fight for my son. I am going to fight for you. And all the parents, all the young mothers, the ones that get looked over, I am going to fight for you. And I'm going to be here for you. And we're going to light it up blue. We are lighting up blue. And as you guys all know, this is Mystery Rose. And this is Mystery Rose Vince. Like I said, I love to talk a lot. (laughs) And I love to share. And I had to vent about this topic. I had to do my mystery rose vent about this topic. I had to light it up blue today. And I just want to say happy World Autism Awareness Day. 
And please share and please be aware. Please be safe. Until the next vents, Mystery Rose vents, just do something. Do something in your community. Support the cause.